Do you like wine? Do you like charities? With One Hope Wine, you can do both. One Hope is an award-winning company in California that is built on hope and rooted in purpose. Go to Jen and Cam's OneHope.com or Jen and Cam's One Hope on Instagram for more information. One Hope Wine, changing the world never tasted so good. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the last episode of Mixed Tag. It's your man, the cowboy, Jared Watson here. Yes, you heard that right, Tag Gang, the last episode. It's been a wild ride. We're going to talk a little bit about it, but I got to introduce the guys on the show today to wrap things up for us. It's my main man, the guy who's been with me since day one, episode one, the one and only wrestling encyclopedia. And three-time Indian Leg Wrestling Champion, Mr. Keith White. Keith, how you doing, man? Man, I am so good, uh, Jared. I'm doing very well. Uh, you know, Christmas is over, and we're heading into the new year, so I'm very excited to uh, to see what is coming of this. But yes, you are correct. You announced it. It is the end. It is the last episode. We'll get to that because we got other people we got to introduce, of course. But um, yeah. Not much else I can say at the moment. We'll have that moment for ourselves, but you do what you do first. Good to see you again, buddy. Good to see you, my man. Glad we're all together today. Uh, but yes, you're right. We do have to introduce a few people who have been really Keith mainstays. They've been co-hosts on our show. Um, uh, just people that our listeners fell in love with over this two-year span. First, I want to go to a man that kind of took over that heel role uh, in our last year or so of recording, uh, Mr. Chris Sly. Sly, how you doing, man? Welcome to the show. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Uh, I'm glad I'm here. And uh, I just got to say, it's about time that the show is ending. I think it's definitely been past its prime for a little while now. And, uh, you know, you guys have been you guys have been doing your best to keep it in the float. I'm not going to, you know, I'll give props where it's due. But, uh, you know, all things have to come to an end. And, Thankfully, this is uh, this is coming to an end. Yes. Where would we be, Keith, without Chris Sly kind of keeping our viewers and our listeners coming back each week? Jared, if Chris Sly is the new heel, does that mean that somebody else has turned face? Oh, nobody. Nobody saw that coming. And you're referencing somebody who's basically been on the show since like the early teens episodes. That's right, Tag Gang. You know him. Some of you love him. You know, I can't say everybody, but most of you love him. He's the Floridian villain himself, Cam Manning. Cam, it wouldn't be the last episode of Mixed Tag without you on, brother. It's a sad time, man. I, uh, I'm happy to be here, though. I'm excited for you guys. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens next for you. I want both of you guys to stay in podcasting because... Uh, I just think you guys both have a love for it and a face for podcasting. So I really want you guys to stay in that lane. You definitely have really got the face part right. That yeah. was definitely an accurate, sure. accurate Thank statement. You. 
But uh, yeah, you, you never fail to amaze us on this show, Cam Manning. Uh, we love you. We love both of you, Chris, as well. Uh, also, later in the episode, we're going to play a message from our, our good friend of History's What If, Dr. Philip Reese. He couldn't be here today, but he wanted to have a message for us. Uh, we'll play that later in the episode. But we have to get into this last episode. We can't just have a sad, sorry, goodbye episode. We have to have some content. And what better way to bring in the new year than with some predictions around the world of professional wrestling? You know, we've we've had some of our previous predictions come to light. Um, I know Cam was excited about his AEW predictions from uh, a year ago, and he did get some of those uh, correct as well. So we're going to see if they pan out this year. Um, I'm going to start with Cam because I think some of his were the most intriguing out of our group here. Uh, and certainly some can be controversial as well. So, and tagging, of course, you can still add us on Twitter and, and give us your reactions to these predictions as we head into the new year. So Cam, you want to start, go for it. Yeah. Are we doing like one at a time and just kind of bouncing off uh, or how, how do we want to do this? I think we can go bouncing. I mean, we're going to talk. It's like a panel. We're going to talk sure. about it, react and everything like that. But you can give us one to start. Uh, I, just, I just real quick want to full disclosure. It was hilarious. Uh, Chris lies actually in my house. He had to go upstairs due to technical difficulties. But Rocky, the luchador wonder dog, made a final appearance and uh, and totally licked his face real hard. So he was like going straight. He was like the boogeyman <laughs> when he ate that thing off of Jillian Hall's face just then. <laughs> yes. Like, that was that was exactly the picture I saw. But yes, Rocky <laughs> making that final appearance on Mixed Anyway, can't, can't control himself right now with that. <laughs> that was just such a pull with the boogeyman and Julian Hall. Like, what a pull, man! Holy cow! All right, that I was really whip good. That out there. That was really good. Uh, okay, I'll do. Uh, I'll give you two. I'll give you two belt winners. How about that? And then we'll we'll throw it to somebody else. Uh, Jade and Darby both win the big belts in 2023. I like that. I like that. That's solid. Cam, are you saying big belts like Darby Allen, AEW World Heavyweight Champion? Yes, I am saying that. And Jade finally cashes in on the women's title. I think that's about time as well. I think it is too. And here's a follow-up to that. Does Jade drop the TBS title? Or does she have both titles and hold both like a double champ thing? I would want her to double champ. Unless... I think she could pull it off. Yeah, I, I like the double champ just because it does, even though she's done a great job kind of giving some prestige as the initial, you know, TBS champion. I do like, like you said, it almost elevates it a little bit like, oh, okay, this is on the same level sort of thing as as the, the women's championship. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think because what is she now? She's what, like 41, 42 and oh, as TBS champion. Amazing run, by the way. She's just Keith and I, when we first saw her come on the scene, we were like, this dude's le- this girl's legit because she can really just do anything in the ring. She's got the look. She's got the muscle. She's got the moveset. She's really everything you wanted in the champion. You call her a dude first. I want to go the back because Cam said unless, and then the heel cut him off. So unless what, Cam? Uh, I, I would say I would want her to be a double champ unless there is a a jump of a WWE women's 
wrestler that makes enough sense that's a big enough splash i won't say sasha because if sasha goes to wwe then jade goes to the back of the line for the belt because it's sasha so like sorry he, he meant AEW, AEW, but we know what you meant what you you meant aew yeah sorry aew yeah yeah i think if sasha comes over that she, she's too big of a name for jade to, the, to jump her it has to go to sasha to the but if it's somebody anybody literally anybody less than sasha i think that would make sense for Jade to I'm okay with Jade just leaving the belt being like, I actually did everything with this belt. I really don't want oh. it anymore. I'm going to go to that one. That's a good and idea. She never, she never gets beat for it. Yeah. I would be good. That. Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. So you're, so you're saying unless a WWE product goes over to AEW, you don't mean somebody who was in WWE who was in AEW now, like Soraya or Ruby Soho or something like that. Just yeah, I, I meant like a bigger name. I yeah, guess. yeah, I maybe, maybe not specifically WWE, but a if a big name makes the leap gotcha. over, and it could be like Stardom, it could be somebody else like that. I just kind of use WWE as the reference. No, but. I mean because that makes because we're talking we're talking casual fan there uh, with Sasha that she transcends almost anybody. So she has to yeah. be the, the logical title holder. I would love to see uh, Ruby Soho get that TBS championship. Um, who knows what the heck is going to happen with Thunder Rosa? Uh, you know, she she got them back spasms. She she got the itis, permanent itis. Uh, That's a whole situation right there. Yeah, uh, I I would love to see. I think Ruby Soho has been not used correctly in AEW, uh, given who she is. Um, and so I would love to see her as the TBS champ, but you know, I also shout out to our girl, Nyla Rose. I would love to see her with a belt again and be dominant and then get beat by somebody, you know, very deserving. Um, I would love to see a true monster heel again from her, you know, not like they made her like the female big show. It feels like, uh, and, and it's <laughs> yeah, not a compliment. It's <laughs> um, but yeah, Cam, I love that. Um, Darby Allen, uh, I, I'm just wondering, like, I, I where, where, what, what's leading you to that conclusion for the for the uh, for the World Heavyweight Championship? Why not keep the belt on MJF for the year? I'm glad you asked. Uh, I have no scientific data or process as to why. I'm just, I'm just shooting a shot there. I love it. Yeah, that's all that is. Just you know, it's a bold prediction. Skateboards, face paint. Bold move, Cotton. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to see them feud though. Like because before they were ever in the title picture, that was a a great feud, mini feud, I guess. A great match they had uh, at that pay per view. I can't remember which one now, but uh, good stuff, Cam. Good way to start it off. Uh, Sly, would you want to take a crack at a prediction here? Oh, it's it's an absolute locked in guaranteed prediction is what I'm going with. It's not just a prediction. This is what's going to happen. Cody Rhodes comes back at the Royal Rumble. Cody Rhodes wins the Royal Rumble. And then Cody Rhodes dethrones Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. That is what happens, my friends. I could definitely see that happening. We've been talking. We've been talking about the whole. Basically, first, Keith, what, five, six months of what 2023 is going to look like for WWE? And it revolves around Roman. It revolves around Cody. You could even throw The Rock in there at some point. That's who we're focused on, right? And, and it makes sense for Cody to come and return at the Rumble. I just think, 
I think it, it it's just that, that that pop that he got when he returned at WrestleMania last year. Uh, I mean, it, it's then he wrestles with the with the torn, you know, and then I'm telling you, he's going to come back bigger. It's going to be a bigger pop. The the I, the rumble win is going to be a huge pop. It's it's all lined up for him, baby. And I'm telling you, it's, it's going to be the year for Cody Rhodes. It's probably going to like it's going to be like his best year, in my opinion, professionally coming up because you're going to have all the hype of him coming back, of him dethroning Roman because obviously whoever takes out Roman is is getting that huge push. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not it's no it's no transitional champ going from going from Roman. So it's it's the big push time. And uh who like who else would it be? I mean really when you think about it, is it Drew McIntyre? No, like he kinda had his uh, Brock like we've we retread the Brock Lesnar thing time and time again. Like I don't think right. we're going there. Uh, the most logical sense and the most logical person with the star power with the on the mic acumen with the in ring the acumen with it's it's gotta be Cody. It's gotta be. I agree with you. I, I and I really do like you say, I really do believe that's gonna happen. Um so Sly, here's a follow up to that. Where would you have Cody entering the rumble? Are you adding having him at a top five spot? Are you putting him in the middle? No, no, he's 30? one of the leader ones. You gotta build up to it. You can't put him out there right away. It's this isn't a it's not fair to flare situation. This is this is uh one of those late entry. This is like a uh, even with Edge, like when Edge came out, he came out mm-hmm. early because you kind of knew he wasn't going to win it at his spot, right? But it was still a huge pop, and with right. him returning, we need like a I'm talking like a 27 to 30 entry. Lucky 27. Most winners in Rumble history have come from the number 27. Right. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. Maybe not 30 because it, it's almost te- like you, you almost start losing hope at that point right. as, a, as a fan. So uh, that's what I'm saying. 27. And then obviously you're going to have to throw a few, maybe one big name in after that, but then a few kind of just guys, but it'll, yeah, I'd say yeah, 27 to, to 30, right? Right in that range, huge pop coming out, obviously eliminating a bunch of people. Cause the ring is going to be stacked at that point. And yeah, and and the crowd's just gonna be buzzing from that point until the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's funny you you mentioned that uh, slide because WWE actually put out on social media a video of Cody doing like a little one minute promo, and Cody basically said, "Look, there's no hiding it. I'm here for one thing, and I'm here for one thing only, and it's to win the WWE Universal Undisputed Heavyweight ch- Title. That's it. That's all I want to do. That's why I came back. That's the only goal I'm 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 going for here." I want to see the buildup from the rumble to WrestleMania of Cody and Roman and the bloodline. I just, I want to see that. I want to see it happen. Um, but you know, it's kind of funny, Keith, because basically the whole 2022 year, we were talking about who was basically going to be Roman from, from last year's mania to on. We're like, who's Roman going to face next year at mania? Is he going to drop the title at mania? Are they going to split the titles at mania and have him wrestle on night one and night two? You know, I think, Cody is the guy, like Sly said, Keith. So what's interesting about that, you just mentioned the idea of splitting the titles. In theory, they can. And because Cody has specifically mentioned winning the title that his dad never won, which is the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Yep. Not the Universal Championship. So they could absolutely split the titles and they could have a match 
They could have a match on night two. Night one could be Cody versus Roman or vice versa. Roman versus Rock for the Universal Championship and the Tribal Chief. You know, in that sense, you could have Rock go, uh, have Roman go over Rock, have him keep the one championship, and then have him, you know, be cemented in his legacy. And then what that also does is that allows for a second up and coming superstar to beat Roman and be a made man, somebody who maybe hasn't won it yet. Um, that's, that's a fantastic idea. And you just put a prediction in my head. I didn't have before. So thank you for that. Chris Sly. I do appreciate that. Jared, if I, I mean, that's what I do. I, I inspire and, uh, and you know, outside of me always being right, I inspire and motivate. You do. You absolutely do. And I always have to try and figure out when you're going to talk because it's always so out. It's you are the RKO of jumping in on these uh, conversations. It's always out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Jared, I'm going to pivot pivot real quick. Yeah, um, go ahead, man. Prediction, and then we're going to keep moving. But I predict that this year the NWA will either be sold or will close in 2023. Mm -hmm. I don't see it moving on um they have become as regional as it gets um and <laughs> i just heard a loud thought i hope everybody's okay up there uh they have become as regional as it gets um and even their their regional status it's a struggle to there's rocky again oh the luchador wonder dog he said what'd you say about nwa what'd you say <laughs> oh no you're you're cody you're cody All uh right. it's just it's not it's not in a good place um i i think that they've they've got a horrible world champion that i don't i i've literally not talked to anybody who thinks it's a good idea for tyrus to be the world champion literally nobody nope not one you mean you don't like it when he takes a belt on tv and does this Economic segments, <laughs> little Matt Striker action. Matt Stryker. Oh man! <laughs> oh god! Hey Keith, you, that one Mark on Facebook who commented in that group, uh, he might have been the only Tyrus yes. world champion. Well, his, his are, are we sure his, it wasn't Tyrus? <laughs> his his thing was it was more he was upset he didn't like that he thought that we were just complaining to complain. Yes, um, you know which hey guy. Uh, no, that's not the case. Uh, we just haven't liked the last two champions that they put on the belt on and would, and we're, and we're good with, we were good with Cardona. We were good with the idea of like a Tom Latimer or, you know, back in the day, it would have been amazing. Like if Eli Drake had stuck around, I mean that, Oh, it's just the pandemic. The, who knows where we'd be at right now if it wasn't for the pandemic, because they had that stacked roster in that first year. And then things have just taken a downward slide. So I, I, I see them getting, I see them either selling to somebody else or I see them folding the company. I just can't, I can't see them doing well. Their, their pay-per-views aren't selling. Um, the fight subscription aren't, aren't selling and they are having to basically run the same areas multiple times just to, just to stay afloat. So I'm just, I'm the downfall of the NWA is in 2023, I believe. Sad to say, but I agree with you as well. Um, just the downfall of that company and, and the trajectory it's he it's heading in. You 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 let your superstar bona fide ace of your rotation and Nick Aldis go. Uh, you put 
Tim Storm, who you could argue is the heart of NWA uh, on commentary. Uh, it's just not a good look right now uh, for them and, and what they're going through and, and Corgan as well with all his drama. And real quick, I just want to say a public thank you to Tim Storm, who was our most yes. frequent, most frequent guest as a pro wrestler on this show. Uh, he was part of many memorable moments, including one where I surprised Jared on the air. Yes. Tim Storm coming on. Um, and he was just always so gracious, so willing to jump on. Uh, I, I would have loved to have had him on for a Jeopardy, but it just didn't work out. Uh, I've been reading that basically the reason we've seen him transition to announcing and to the the uh, on-air authority role on NWUSA is he is quietly transitioning from being an active wrestler into other parts. So that's a kind of a bummer. I was hoping to see him at least with the, you know, the, uh, the North American title or whatever it is that they have national title, whatever it is, TV title, some belt. It didn't have to be the NWA 10 pounds of gold, but mm -hmm. I wanted to see him with, with a nice little feel good title run before the end. Yeah. But that's just the way things are. And um, he was a tremendous, tremendous part of mixed tag. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tim Storm. Yeah. Thank you to Tim. Always a, just a great overall guy. Like he's one of the guys you just want to be around and be in a room with and talk with. Yeah, Tim was great. Uh, it was great to watch him. Uh, it was great listening to him on the show. Um, uh, the the clearest and most obvious answer of why he didn't do Jeopardy is he he didn't want to be embarrassed by me uh, losing. But outside of that, like Tim Storm, phenomenal guy. I was I was super happy to listen to uh, to your guy's show. It was actually bearable when he was on your show to listen to it. So I loved uh, I loved Tim Storm on the show. He made it just like you made it. And I want to see sometime in the future. A Cam Man and Chris Sly promo. I think yeah. that would be amazing. I oh boy, that would be fun. Uh yeah, I think I think with Storm making the transition, it, it it makes you wonder with everything he's done and all the knowledge that he has, how quickly the training center calls him and offers him a full time deal with WWE. I would love because that, that love is it. somebody that they would go after. So yeah, is that, that a twenty twenty three prediction, Cam? Uh, yeah, if you think it's going to go under, then I think the training center calls Tim Storm. So yeah, let's add it in there. Sure. Uh, like it just, it, that makes sense. So that's a guy they would call with what he's done with where he's been, his travels, his knowledge. Everybody knows how smart he is in the business. Like that's a guy you call just to see what number he would perk up at. And also yeah. like an honorable man that, you know, you could hire and feel safe about, you know, no one's going to to you know to call him out for questionable behavior. He's going to bring new people up the right way, especially these athletes that are coming in from various D1 level colleges and things like that, that you just know you need somebody who knows the business and respects the business and just has a respect of humanity. So you won't have to worry about any kind of any further tarnish to your company image for sure. Yeah, him, Jamie Noble, Molly Holly, Shawn Michaels in the training center. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, people you just want to be around in the biz. Uh, he's one of them. Tim Storm is one of them. Again, we thank him uh, incredibly for coming on our show multiple times, willing to sit down and talk with us. Great, great interviews, tagging. If you want to go back and listen to them, you can. Um, I want to make a bold prediction. Uh, for 2023 and i think this this has the possibility of going down because this certain wrestler his contract is up with a certain company in july and i think one ricky starks 
is going to jump from AEW to WWE and become this generation's version of The Rock. Dude has the look. He has the moveset. He's not going to, I didn't say he was going to be The Rock. I'm, I'm looking at you, Cam. I didn't say that. He would hate that. He would hate the comparison. Ugh. I just think the mic skills, the look, the persona, he could be the one to pull it off. Make that jump to WWE. He's not as controversial as an MJF or somebody like that. Uh, I just think it's it's bound to happen. I think Triple H is going to say, I like your star quality. Put you on the big stage on Monday Night Raw. Or hell, even Friday Night SmackDown. Put you there. Get you in a rivalry with somebody early on. I think it's going to happen. That's my bold prediction. So what you're saying is Triple H will make theory what Vince or will make uh, him what Vince McMahon was trying to make out of theory, but failed miserably because obviously theory was super overrated. So you're saying Triple H will succeed with Starks. Correct. I can see that comparison more than the rock because theory was I supposed just, to be a big thing with, uh, with Vince, but I could, I could, I, I'm with you. I, I love Ricky Starks in ring. I'm on saying, the I, could, I could see that more than, one rock. Well, well you figure the the rock the rock was over with the people. Mm-hmm. Ricky Starks is now over with the people. They both had heels were heels to start with. Basically, basically, rock. You could say Rocky Maivia was, you know, short lived. I guess, but yeah, I, I just think if he could go out there and kill a promo, a, you know, doesn't even have to be long. It could be ten minute promo to start the show. If he could do that every week like the Rock did. Go in there, battle it out. I think he could do it. He's the one for, guy who could do it. For context, Sly, uh, when Ricky Starks was in the NWA, he was getting comparisons to The Rock with his look. Oh, oh I know. The, the the way he dresses, yep. the mannerisms, everything. Oh, I know. To this, to this day, I mean, when you listen to Buses Open Radio, uh, LaGreca, Dreamer, and Bully Ray are all constantly comparing him to The Rock. Yeah. You know, so he it's something he can't shake and hasn't been able to shake. He's since. got the it factor. That's what yeah, it is. But And see, but it's it's that exact reason why I wonder if he would not go to the WWE because then you're in the company where the rock, you know, was, if you stay Mm -hmm. in AEW, you at least have that to fall back on where like, you can't be totally compared. If he goes WWE, good God, the comparisons are just going to absolutely magnify. They will be, but however, what do the numbers look like once his contract is up? Do AEW viewers number, uh, viewer numbers dip. Do the, does the money, uh, come from AEW where a WWE yeah. contract is much more lucrative. So that's, I mean, that's that, that, I, yeah. Cam, what do you got on this? Uh, give me a nasty look over there. Nothing anybody else would agree with. <laughs> we want to hear it. We want to. Uh, no, no, <laughs> just no. Like no. <laughs> he, he, I don't think he gets a very lucrative WWE deal. I think he's doing fine at AEW. I just, I think he dies if he goes to the WWE. Uh, well, nobody's saying he's not doing well in AEW. I'm just sure. saying that. He, no, but that's what I'm saying. I, he's doing fine in the minors. Let him right. hit well in the minors. Like, don't, don't do that to him. Just don't. I don't think it's gonna work. Okay. And Mr. that's not you don't think you could put him in the theory role right now with like I, I don't know. I just I'm not a not theory guy. I feel like Ricky Starks would blow theory out of the water. Yeah. Well, theory's not on TV. So if you want to put him in the theory role, we've taken him off TV and given him money to do nothing. No, well, the role that Theory was in when Vince McMahon had the company where he was kind of being pushed at that point. 
I don't know, man. I'm like, I don't know what the optics of that look like. Like, can Ricky Starks talk on the mic? Sure, but he's also like 5'10, 180. So, like, I don't know. That's different. I mean, Daniel Bryan was like 5'9, 170. Like, I, I don't know. Well, I, I well, mean, let's the, compare you know, wrestling abilities to Daniel Bryan then. How does he wrestle compared to Daniel Bryan? Well, if we're talking optics, it it literally took the crowd to allow Daniel Bryan to even have that mm-hmm. picture, keep that in mind. Correct. So, well, I mean, it was really CM Punk was the catalyst to Daniel Bryan, but yeah, go, go on. Go ahead. <laughs> Either then, way. We'll, then I have a bold prediction that involves CM Punk. So maybe he can help Ricky Starks make that. Make that oh. Let's hear it. I think Tony Khan tries to make CM Punk a VP in 2023. Dang. Oh my God. Gosh, that is a bold prediction. <laughs> wow. I love that. I love that. And the how, crowd is stunned. How uh, can we follow uh, that now? I have yeah, no, shut the show down. <laughs> I think I think I'll I'll rattle off a couple because we have a lot of people talking that and I don't want to take up too much time. So I'll rattle off a few every time it comes to me. Tony Khan tries to make CM Punk a VP of the company. Um the ROH app crumbles and dies a horrible death because nobody's going to buy it because nobody cares about Ring of Honor at $8 a month to watch their shows. Oh, I just, think everyone agrees with that. Yeah, I think everyone here agrees with, with yeah, that. That was low-hanging fruit. I know. No, yeah. <laughs> you went from CM Punk being a VP to Ring of Honor app failing? And yeah, like, you, you went from huge prediction to like, yeah, this will happen. Yeah. Just rattling them off, guys. Let them rattle. I've hit on this twice before, so I'm going for the trifecta. New belt alert in AEW. Oh, now, God, let's, I hope not. Let's remind the crowd. I hit on the TNT one, which became the TBS one, and I hit on the trios one. You so did. I'm two for two now on belts. You did. AEW runs a tournament and crowns a mixed tag team champion. Ooh. <laughs> it, what? Uh, as an honor to the mixed tag uh, podcast I going out the year before. <laughs> so, like, there's got to be some mixed tag somewhere. Yeah. It lives on the name lives, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think wow, I think Tony, I think everybody wants Punk to leave, and I think Khan goes complete 180 and offers him the VP role that Cody left. That's Could wild. You imagine the freaking dynamics in the back with the people he probably can't stand the most. Good, oh, God. it'd be the end of the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, they're gone if that happens. Oh, it'd be the end of AEW as yeah, well. Wow, well, I, the end of well, that's a little. That's a little too. You know what I meant. So, I so I, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use this right now to kind of do another prediction that I had for AEW uh, this year. I believe that AEW stays incredibly stagnant, if not losing viewers. Uh, I say that because out of the four of us here right now, if you were to to do this show months ago, three out of four of us watched AEW religiously. And as we're doing the last episode of Mixed Tag, probably one out of four of us watches AEW religiously. Sly, do you watch on Wednesdays? No, not not anymore. So zero out of four of us on the show now watch AEW religiously. Even Jared, the biggest AEW fan of them all. Um, By the way, Keith, I bought a pay-per-view and watched it during my week-long vacation in the Outer Banks. That's how much I loved AEW. Yeah. Yeah, you also died on your hill in the very first debate we've ever had on mixed tag, oh. and just got destroyed because I you took the L a- because you loved AEW so much. You're willing to just get whooped, mollywopped by Cam Manning. I was like, like uh, when. 
Big Show through Mankind in the grave in the Buried Alive match. That was Cam throwing me into the grave. Cam lawn darted you like Rey Mysterio and Kevin Nash with the NWO. That's what Cam did that day. Cam just picked you up and said, what a, yes. as the kids say, yeet, that happened. You like that, Jared? I just used a young Oh, oh God. I help me, Lord Jesus. I still have to talk to you people after this show ends, you know. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what do you mean? You people. That's uh, so what I, I mean. I think he chose his words very carefully. Yes, he did. Yes. So, uh, I mean, that's, that's what scares me guys is like just literally months ago, three out of four of us watched AEW, loved AEW, talked about AEW, and now none of us here do. And if Reese was on, I think Reese still watches, but like, think about that. We went from three out of four, went from 75% of the show right now to zero percent in a matter of months and part of the problem is you like that cam that's good math it's steiner math uh and and the good part about like the the scary part about that i mean is that um wwe lost vince mcmahon triple h came on and took over when when the product improves for the wwe when the product improves for the number one company in wrestling the the standard bearer and people go, oh, that's better now. We're going back to what we knew. That's a problem for your competition. Because the biggest thing about AEW was it was shiny and it was new and it was different. And if WWE is doing what you did better, you don't have a shot in hell to really, like you You might sustain for a couple of years. But like Cam said on the last episode, if your TV network is looking at your dwindling numbers, and you get one TV executive who doesn't like wrestling on TV, you're going to be out of a, out of a network. It's the classic second tier wrestling program. It, it happens to everyone. It happened to WCW. It happened to TNA. You, you're just not going to be able to beat WWE. You're going to have to just stay relevant with them. You have to make yourself relevant still. Love that they put the belt on MJF. Needed to do that. That he's he's the one guy. If I'm watching AEW and I want to turn it on, I want to see MJF. That's really all I want to see right now. And him and Starks, really. And Jerry, what I want to know is like what what made because we haven't talked about this. I haven't seen you in forever. It's one of the, that's one of the things we'll talk about later when we actually end the show. Uh, what what made you stop watching AEW? I just think it got stale for me. I, I really don't know. It, and it was ever since the Punk drama when he left it was the punk drama um i think i might get a little hate for this i respect moxley i love what he did uh basically carrying AEW from that incident but his title run for me the second time around was a little stale and putting the roh belt on jericho didn't like that very much as well um i don't really know why i I loved when mjf won the, the heavyweight title, like I said before, because I really think that elevates him to another level that we haven't seen yet. Um, I want to see where they go with that and how long he's going to hold the belt. But like, I'm tired to seeing Wardlow versus Samoa Joe. You know what I mean? Like, Wardlow was like the, this hot thing, and now he's just kind of, you know, yeah, okay, Wardlow, cool. I forgot Samoa Joe was there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's that's bad because he's he's an ROH champion. Yeah, I thought it was the other dude. I thought it was uh, Cesaro. 
Um, no. Yes, Cesar. Uh, he's an ROH TV champion. They gave two ROH belts. So, so right now, there's two. There's a couple. There's, yeah. there's barely needs to be one. We've got oh, two buddy. floating. Buddy, check this out. There's what the is, uh, there's the ROH World Heavyweight Championship. There's <laughs> the ROH Television Christ. Championship. There's the ROH Pure Championship. Yeah. And there's the ROH Six Man Tag Team Championship. And isn't there the ROH Tag Team Championship? Yes. Too? Held by them boys. How do you have Cam? Did you check all that out? <laughs> It's hard to have a TV title for something that isn't on TV. Okay, I'm gonna mute myself. And a and a women's champ. Don't forget that. Um, oh, I, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Well, it's easy Ring to forget. Honor acknowledges women's wrestling. What? Yeah, but no, Claudia. Yeah, Claudio is the world champ now, and Samoa Joe is the television champ. So, yeah, but you know, it's just I don't know, man. It just I'm not intrigued. I'm not. They're not doing anything from week to week to either end the show. Or start the show that says, man, I want to tune in next week to see what happens next. And it's happened ever since Punk left. I mean, let's be honest. Punk was the guy that you wanted to turn the channel for. Him and MJF were the guys. Those were the two guys. I'll give two other guys that they've decided not to give TV time to. FTR, they're treating them like a special attraction when I actually (laughs) want to see them on. Even they've said, uh, hey, AEW, don't forget that we wrestle, you know. I want to see FTR on TV. I loved CMFTR. The uh, yeah, you know that was a cool trio. I was just about to say RKO on your talking time here, Keith, because that's that shows the terribleness that CM Punk was pointing out of the EVPs of the Young Bucks and Omega. Because, like you said, oh, they're 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 holding grudges, man. They're not doing what's best for business. They're very much like even with the Click back in the day, the Click were even saying like. Hey, like this guy's even when they weren't part of their group, they were like, "Hey, this guy can wrestle. He's good." Like, like there were certain guys that they still were like, "Hey, they're good. Push them." Where was them? They're sort of like, it's uh, it's our friends or nobody, basically. Like, it's so stupid, and and we've seen it again, very much pointed out by by um, oh my god, I forgot his name, um, Matt Brown. He pointed out ever since Cody left, it, it's it's been like that since Cody left. It's, and I think Cody had a big say on, you know, a lot of the backstage stuff. And once he left, it was pretty much just Young Bucks and Omega. And, yes. well, you know, until CM Punk got there, now CM Punk's in his ear and they don't like that. So that's where the tension was. Right. And if I'm talking to Tony Khan, the first time I'm going to look him in his eyes and say, I don't need to see Death Triangle versus the Elite seven times in a two month span i There's don't need to see called that. death triangle oh yeah it's a uh, pack and the lucha bros that sounds like a terrible sci-fi movie with like the really bad graphics but it's also 2022 those are some of my favorite movies i'm sorry please continue wait yeah. we could write that movie right now <laughs> <laughs> yes please continue yes. uh oh and ftr just lost the uh AAA titles so there you oh. go oh, see i had no idea about that the crumbling begins for them for losing belts. I think maybe they're losing belts so they can free themselves up to do something else. Potentially. That's that's uh, a prediction for 2023. Yeah. Just gonna leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> it's it it's it's a shame because um and you're right, Jared. Like, and I I love I love like best of I I back in the day I love the Booker T, Chris Benoit. I love like that. Best of, best of five, best of seven for the for the television title. 
Yep. But I don't know now if that can work anymore. Um, best of seven just seems very prolonged. Not with that, not with those two teams. Yeah. Because it's just flips. That's all it is. And that's right. cool every once in a while. Like for a pay-per-view, you could do that and put them in like a backstage brawl or whatever mm-hmm. and have it be cool. Not seven times in a row. And you know they're going to mo- go to seven matches. That's just, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. But. Uh, and and the, the, the beauty of FTR versus the Briscoes is that every match was fundamentally different. Yes. And those are the matches of the year, really, Keith, if you think yeah, about it. And and Omega and the Bucks and Death Triangle can't do that. They just simply can't do that. They no. there's no way to make seven matches interesting, uniquely interesting. So I feel you. We we are beating this dead horse. Jared, I would love to hear a different prediction. Uh I, I think we got to move on. So, Jared, how about you get in here? Because you've been on we missed you on the show, buddy. We want to hear what you got to say. <sighs> So it's 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 a prediction, but it's it's really one that we basically already went over. It's, these are the only ones I had um, was the Starks one, and I thought that was pretty bold and maybe not be favored by everybody in the room here. But I just think I think Roman is going to lose one title and not both. We we already talked about the, the the splitting of the titles. Like you said, I think I think you set it up perfectly, Keith. That was my second prediction was that he Roman's going to beat the Rock on night 1 of Mania and then lose to Cody or whoever night 2. I just think that that's what's going to happen. It'll be Cody, yeah. Yeah. Cuz the only other person I could think that could be Roman anybody's not ready for it yet is Bray Wyatt. And they're building him up so, so much. By the way, and here's the one I just thought of. Bo Dallas coming back as Uncle Howdy uh, and Bray Wyatt's uh, little six or whatever they call it now. Mm-hmm. But um, that's going to be a good one, too. Uh, they just updated the numbers as of middle of December. It is now uh, longest reigning WWE title holders. Hogan. Backlund, Sam Martino, and Roman Reigns has now entered the conversation. That's so awesome. You got to put them in the GOAT combo. You, and, you just do. And what's funny about that, yeah, if we're talking champions, you have to. And 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 just, just the other episode, Cam was getting absolutely skewered for his viewpoints about GOATs. And there's this thing called recency bias where you you love what you used to love so much back in the day that it clouds your judgment based on who's new and who's now. But good Lord, the WWE having a reason to put Roman Reigns in this position, they do it for a reason. And the longevity shows that people are not getting sick of it. So absolutely, especially in the modern era, when you can't keep the belt on somebody for so long, this is fantastic for him. It's exactly where he was going to be. Uh, current reign at 850 days. I want him to get to a thousand. So I want all of your, he's going to lose at WrestleMania predictions to die horribly <laughs> in a fiery death. Uh, and two, nobody else in the world can do what he does. And it's not even close. It's, it's not. not like, Oh, well, if you put this person here, then nope. maybe no, nobody on planet earth that is a wrestler can do what he is doing right now for 850 days and still keep people locked in. It is not even close it is atmosphere it is galaxies apart from the network. well you got to give it up to the supporting cast though because if it was just him doing it this whole time it probably would get a little stale because we did see i mean no no disrespect to roman reigns at all 
because you're right, he he is phenomenal. But like Seth Rollins, when he was with you know court, the uh, Money in the Bank winner, and he was with Authority, Triple H yeah. and all that, like super hot, super over. That was one of the best things going. But yeah, you couldn't do that for 850 days with the same old thing. You got to change it up a little bit. And that's, I think that's what the genius of Roman Reigns and the bloodline gimmick is right now, because it wasn't, it's not just Roman Reigns. It was Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. Then it was Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman and the Usos. And then you bring in the Usos brother. And then, you know, Paul Heyman's not in the group. Then Paul Heyman's back in the group. And then Sammy Zayn comes in and just puts it over the top. And Sammy Zayn's really been the one, again, no no disrespect to Roman, but Sammy Zayn's really been the one carrying that group uh, as of the past few months. And again, you could keep it going as long as you keep the, the players around him fresh and and you keep that going. So like I said, it'll be interesting to see where they go from here. Um, And I think like I said, logically, you know, him dropping one belt, not two at WrestleMania and, and Cody beating him, I think still keeps that going really well because now you've added a wrinkle like, oh, he bleeds sort of yeah. thing. Now he's got to reclaim and, and, and you know, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like we've had so many close calls, especially with, with Kevin Owens. Like Kevin Owens mm-hmm. has has been in a spot where you actually, you know, when he was handcuffing Roman at um, Royal Rumble last year, uh, to you know, and all that stuff. You're like, oh my god, he might actually win, but he got out of the handcuffs. And um, I, I don't know. I, I think it's just it's it's to that time of is him winning as much as he is starting to stale a little bit, and him dropping a belt does that you know invigorate it? But like I said, right now, Sammy's invigorating it. Sammy's keeping it going. But how long? How how much longer can that last until something happens? Maybe. You know the Usos brother. I, I can't. I keep forgetting his name. Solo Sikoa. Yeah, Solo, because everyone's having a good time in the ring right now. Solo's mm-hmm. standing over there stoic the whole time. Does Solo right. at some point go, "Hey, you know, I, I need mine"? Because he doesn't have a belt on him. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I just want to say before before you go, this these this prediction that we're all kind of going on here is based on if Roman Reigns does not want to take a leave of absence from WWE. Because if he wants to go to Hollywood or do whatever, take a break from from WWE for a little while, he's going to drop both belts. You know, there's no need for him holding a belt if he's going to take a break. So that's all going to be relying on that. So you know, I, I like I think, that. I, 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 go ahead, Cam. I'm sorry. You you've been wanting to talk. I'm sorry. No, I was just I was just saying I was I was going to give you props slide, and then you cut me off. So now you're stupid. <laughs> um, but. I, I think you're right. I think you always have to you always have to give credit to the writers for sticking in there long enough with Roman and the bloodline and always bringing in new wrinkles. But you can point to the moment we knew that we had this Roman. And I don't know if it comes to everybody's mind immediately, but you can point to that moment. And that moment was him standing in the ring the night after Mania when he pinned Taker. And he sat there for five minutes and he only said four words or five words or whatever that one sentence was. And every time he put his his mouth to the mic, everybody booed. And he did that for five minutes. And it was that exact moment. You knew that this reigns existed. You just had to tap into it. It's really remarkable. The turnaround Roman's had from going from shield Roman to Vince pushing him. Roman to the ends of the earth 
to, crazy. to getting booed at Philly as the rock holds his hand up to, yeah. <laughs> right. Who's that around? Which by the way, I, I thought was the kiss of death for him. I, I yeah. did not, I did not think he was going to recover from that. Um, and now look where we're at. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I think, I think Streamyard has had enough of Chris Sly, uh, <laughs> but we'll see if he comes on back. Um, I, I know that I'm personally tapped out of, uh, of predictions. Uh, I know Jared is Cam. Did you have any more? Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? Cause I wrote down like 12. Nowhere to interrupt you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have the rock showing up at mania. Uh-huh. I have AEW misses the mark on their television talks, which is something that we touched on the other night. I think AEW is going to get significantly underpriced and there's nothing they're going to be able to do about it. Um, The talks are not going well right now at all. Nobody in the AEW camp likes what they're hearing from the networks right now. Um, They just don't have any leverage they don't, they don't have that bargaining chip that they had a year ago when the numbers were doing better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I'm going to save my last one. I should have saved the punk one and this one for my last, but I shot too early on the punk one. So that was on me. Um, I think KO uses Sammy to get to the Uso belts and mm-hmm. KO uses Sammy to get to Roman Reigns. So if Jared, going back to what you were saying about, if you wanted to leave of absence to try Hollywood, mm-hmm. he could lose to KO in night one and mm. um, Cody in night two Ooh. and lose both belts. And then his get back with the rock could be like the next mania or whatever. Um, and then my last prediction, I need everybody to understand that this is not what I want. This is not something I am okay with. This is not something I would champion. It's just a bold prediction, and that is the name of the show. And that is that in 2023, Vince McMahon will return to the WWE. Mm, I, I don't, yeah. I don't like it. I'm not for it. I'm a hundred percent against it. I'm just saying he's coming back to WWE. It's sad to say, but I can see it too. That's all. That's my last. That's my last bold, bold prediction. The way. WWE turned around since he's left is remarkable. It really is because I never thought it'd get like like that again. We Keith and I started this show on the fact that we wanted to give our listeners an alternative to WWE. We wanted to, to showcase AEW. We wanted to showcase NWA, MLW. We wanted to give them an alternative product during a, an era where a pandemic struck the entire world and the wrestling, even in the wrestling world, you had no fans for a while. They had to combat that. We wanted to give them a, that alternative while also hoping in the end that WWE will fix its ways. For two straight years, we were wondering that. And thankfully, they have. And it took the most great, the greatest mind in professional wrestling to ever live, Vince McMahon, to leave. That's what it took. So I totally see that coming cam and great prediction probably going to come true unfortunately hopefully he doesn't have too much creative power although it's vince mcmahon he could do whatever he wants when he gets back so well and that's what we were talking about the other night um jared when the um, the one that you missed people have to understand like he retired he still owns wwe he's still right. the ceo like he still holds all of the titles of the company. Mm-hmm. Now it's publicly traded, so it would be harder for him to get back in. Hundred percent, but like he still owns everything. 
Right. He just said, I'm going to go sit on my couch for a few more hours a day. That's all he said. Like he yep. didn't sell a share. He didn't sell percentage ownership. He didn't step away from the titles. None of that. So that's all still fair game on the table. And I think some people thought that because he retired, he relinquished. There's a big difference between retire and relinquish. And he yep. just retired. Yep. He's not a gorilla. So Yeah, that, but that's the only difference. He still has his name everywhere on the company. Yeah. And he, I think he will pretty much till, he, till he's dead. I would 100%. Think, so. Nobody's taking that from him. No. Yeah. Good prediction, Cam. Good stuff. And that, that's a good way to end the show, by the way, with that prediction for sure. It is. Hi, everybody. This is Matt Brown from the Monday Night Huddle Show. And I just got news that the Mixed Tag Podcast is going to be ending. And I just wanted to give my thoughts about that. You know, when you guys brought me on at the end, toward the end of your uh, run here with the show, you probably should have realized I was going to kill the ratings and kill the show. Okay, I'm like the Jeff Jarrett of podcasts uh, now. But in all seriousness, Keith and Jared, you guys did an awesome job. The run you guys had was amazing, especially for two guys. No offense with two guys that, you know, you're not mainstream uh, wrestling celebrities or journalists. And to do the number of episodes you guys do is completely remarkable. Um, it just shows your love for the sport. And just like every Greek territory, though, it comes a time when they eventually go out of business. And unfortunately, this will be the last episode of the Mixed Tag Podcast. But who knows? Maybe a new territory will pop up someday. So I want to wish Keith and Jared the best in whatever they decide to do in the future. And I will make sure I'll be uh, keeping up to date with whatever they decide to do. Adios, Mixed Tag. We have Sly back uh, to end the show. He wants to say something, and then and then he's gonna he's gonna step out. Okay, Sly, go ahead, buddy. You guys hear me? Okay, yes, anyone sir. hear me? Okay, that's great because I wanted to say I got kicked off of the show because I have the best opinions out of everybody. And you know what? This this is just uh, just goes to show why the show is ending in the first place because you kick great guests like me off, and uh, you know you guys deserve it. You deserve it. You, you know with the crowd that said you deserve it, and they clapped. That's you guys. So thanks for having me on, and uh, long reign uh, mixed tag. You guys will forever live in my heart, and uh, you know very deep in the recesses there. So uh, yeah, thanks guys. We love you, Sly. Thank you for everything you've done for our show. What a way to what a way to go out. Uh, Gosh, that, that was, was good. That was good. Um, before Keith and I kind of do our little thing, Cam, it's been a wild ride, man. You've been a staple, man. You were the first, really the first guy we had to come on multiple, multiple times uh, and make your your impression. So uh, we we thank you for that. I know our tag gang uh, loved hearing you and your in your takes. I, I appreciate it. I just, you know, as long as I was able to make somebody mad with one ridiculous comment, that was really all worth it. And uh, I think it was Sly. <laughs> I think it was just Sly emailing you guys from a bunch of different burner emails. Probably either him or Matt Brown. I, that, those are two good. It's true. I think Matt Brown thinks I'm like 17 or something. I'm not entirely sure on that one, but uh, yeah, it's him and Matt. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, but yeah, dude, you you're awesome. I'm, I'm so happy to have met you. Uh, and, and we're, we're going to be friends for a long, long time, forever. Um, I appreciate you. And Keith, you and me, man, two years, wild ride. Yeah, for sure. Uh, real quick, I, I just got to say to Cam, uh, just to piggyback off what Jared said, you know, uh, 
I literally on Facebook, I saw that like Cam Manning liked Major League Wrestling. And I was like, I like Major League Wrestling. I think I literally wrote it to him. It's like, you like Major League Wrestling? I like Major League Wrestling. And Cam and I met in the most random of random of circumstances uh at a a conference in you know in in what he's you know said he didn't even know where he was in georgetown delaware um and 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 that's how we became facebook friends and of course like then it became well i have this podcast i'll listen to your podcast hey i like your podcast hey cam you want to come on one day and the rest is absolute history i mean and we have had so much fun with you being on you've been a fantastic uh you know a fantastic host at times for us um helping out when needed um as as a guest you've been great uh you know we we've had we've had an ask cam anything episode um i think one of my favorite things that ever happened on the show was when uh when the, the song got released called floridian villain a couple thanksgivings ago yes uh you know, the, the, the theme song, you know, for, for Cam, uh, you know, was introduced battle introduced it on the show and, uh, you know, just been a lot of high, the best word I can say is you bring the hijinks and I really appreciate that. Um, you know, the, the takes, um, the opinions, all that stuff. So we certainly appreciate what you've meant to this show for sure. And, uh, and it's just gonna, it's, it's always fun to chat with you and I know that's not going to stop. So, uh, thank you so much for what you've done for the show. Very well said, Keith. Um, tagging, I don't think you as the average listener know exactly how much the wrestling encyclopedia Keith White has really done to make this thing happen, to make it come to life every week. Um, dealing with the things he has over the past two years um, from from having a another child in his family come to to de- to just dealing with ordinary life as a teacher as an educator uh you know at the high school and, and collegiate level the fact that he could edit this show every week to put it out for you at a deadline every week is just incredible um you know those sponsors we've had over the years all keith uh as i like to tell him all the time i'm just the guy that comes on here and runs his mouth uh that's my job and, and to try to keep things orderly on here. But uh, for what, for what Keith White has done from being a teacher to me at Delaware tech to being a friend, a lifelong friend is, is remarkable. It's what happened in two years uh, for the show. And we can't thank you enough as well. Tag. you came back every week. You listened every week and tuned in. You gave us your opinions. You cared about our show and we can't thank you enough for that. As we go into kind of a new stage of our of our lives keith i'll be starting a job up on um, in a week or two and uh you're going to continue running your family and doing what you love so th- i can't say thank you enough keith for everything seriously well i have to say thank you to you because uh this is your show it even says jared watson when you uh click on apple or wherever you get your podcasts uh you know mixtag comes up as jared watson so this was your brainchild uh you started this we originally were a three-man uh, group here, mixed tag. Uh, shout out to Tanae for totally sucking. Uh, <laughs> and, um, but it became me and Jared, and yeah. Jared Cam can't control himself. Uh, Jared, <laughs> I had to get out some way. Give me my microphone back, Tanae. Um, and also, we are in the Manscaped studios. I got to mention that real quick. We're in the Manscaped studios, Manscaped for all the tools for your family jewels. Um, this has been a, an incredible ride. 
Uh, this has been something I never expected that would take off. Jared said, Hey, I want to continue podcasting. I said, I'm down. Um, we had the cool thing is we had goals. Like we wanted to talk to Nick Aldis and we got the chance to do that. And I said, I want to, I want to get big sponsors that, you know, like Conrad Thompson and guys like that have Joe Rogan. We've had the same sponsors as Joe Rogan and Conrad Thompson. Think about that. Okay. Um, we have done some crazy fun interviews. We've done some very unique things on this show. I also want to shout out, uh, where, where we kind of were able to blow up was big time in part to Adam rank, bringing NFL network analyst, Adam rank on the show. Yes. Not only was he hilarious and his, the, the, he was full of insight and Rocky, the luchador wonder dog agrees. He's been a part of the show too. Um, but we've just had this amazing little run here. Um, really unpredictable. And, and, and that's what the tag gang should know. The reason that you haven't heard Jared a lot is because Jared has been busting his butt uh, with an internship and to secure a job. He's going to be a part of Draper media. And if you're friends with him on Facebook, um, he shared a while back, like, dude, I'm so proud of you. Your first appearance on radio, like your first shift ever on radio sounded like you've been doing radio for 25 years. Fire. And battle himself who's been a radio guy he's on radio right now battle said he sounds like he's about ready to take my job that's the highest <laughs> compliment anybody can pay somebody in that business you know so jared has been prepping and has had to step away from mixed tag so you know i've got we got our friends right we got our we got our our, our buddies who came in and, and stepped in and it just became a situation where we knew that kind of the end was near. And we honestly, we started this show knowing that once Jared graduated from college, it was very unpredictable how this show was going to go. So we don't have the time anymore to do this. But so it's it's bittersweet. Today is bittersweet. But at the same time, we have created this really cool situation. We've created what I what I've enjoyed this podcast. I've enjoyed being able to, to become a fan of wrestling again. Thanks to you. We actually got to attend AEW. We got to go to Dynamite. Um, we've been able to talk to wrestlers, you know, who have who have been in the WWE and AEW. Mm -hmm. And this has just been an absolute incredible time. And, you know, and it's hard to sustain these kind of shows anyway. Um, these things take a lot of time. So I just want to say thank you for coming up with this show and then for being willing to, you know, for weeks and weeks, you came up with the show topics. You came up with the ideas. You came up with all those badass Jeopardy questions. Those Jeopardy shows <laughs> were the most fun. Right, Sly? Right, Cam? You know? <laughs> yeah, um, he came up with great questions, and one of us here actually hosts trivia, and Jerry came up with the questions. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. I had to have Jerry do something, Cam. Okay. Yeah. I had to have him contribute in some way. <laughs> there it I, is. I was waiting I for it. Listen, I did not mean to set you up to get fired upon like that. That was not what I was doing. <laughs> oh, man. So, Jared, I, I just I, I appreciate you so much. Uh, I, I really got to quickly shout out uh, Battle for all his support. Yes. Uh, go listen to the Battleground podcast. Uh, I really got to shout out RJ for his support. Go listen to Ref It Up with uh, Brian Hebner and RJ yep. um, killing it right now. They have guests. All, they had Vince Russo, man. They had, they had bully Ray. They, they're JBL. They are crushing it with their guests and it's they really are. cool insight into, into the business, into the, the mind of a referee and the importance of a referee in wrestling. Um, and then also uh, let me see who else. I don't want to miss anybody. Um, shoot. 
now I'm bl- oh you know what let's go ahead and also celebrate life's draft those guys are a lot of fun yeah uh, er- eric eric and and you know rob and the guys um those guys are fun go check out life's draft podcast as well yeah and and that that is not a wrestling podcast but that is something for you can broaden your horizons tag gang mm-hmm. so um we really just truly 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 appreciate every single one of you who took the time to listen uh the emails um the chats and you know just getting cam to join the show for a good chunk of time getting Sly to join getting dr reese from history's what if um this little like family this cast of characters misfits in action if you will uh you know it was just a blast and so jared i couldn't have done this without you so thank you so much well thank you for all the kind words uh and real quick before we do sign off just all the all the we've we've had wrestlers we've had tiktokers we've had youtubers we've had video game producers like we've had a variety nfl network analysts we've had a lot of different people come on this show and have certain impacts uh and like you said to point out a few um tim storm nick aldis uh to pope elijah burke uh you know just dom uh greeny danny everybody limelight. danny limelight yes he was our first AEW guy yeah uh, to come on Richard uh davy yeah, yep, yep. And you guys yep. talked to Nyla? No, oh. and there's a story behind Thanks. that. It, Thanks, Cam. Oh, yeah. my bad. I thought you guys <laughs> No. Oh. To the, the, uh, you know how AEW said they were not going to be corporate and they were going to be different than everybody else? Yeah. Uh, they stiff-armed us every single time, even though... That's I, what it was. Nyla kept saying, kept saying, I would to. love to talk to you. I would love to talk to you. And AEW kept saying, the, the, the brass kept saying, no, no, no. Yeah, um, yeah man. Danny Lam- Limelight... Um, Davey Richards, man, that was such yeah. a cool interview. Richard uh, Holiday. Yeah. yeah. Who, who, by the way, let's shout him out. Uh, he's battling uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yes. And we wish him a speedy recovery and prayers to Richard Holiday. Absolutely. Uh, keep going, Alex Kane. Yeah. yeah. Suplex machine. Yeah. <laughs> Just a lot of interesting Sorry, people. Suplex assassin. Suplex assassin. Yeah. A lot of interesting people, a lot of interesting topics we've gone through. Can't thank them all enough. Uh, but, Keith, I think it's about time to... Uh, Sign off. Thank you to everybody who's been a part of this show. Thank you, most importantly, the tag gang for coming back every single week and listening to these guys talk wrestling, nonsense, whatever we felt like to put out in front of you guys. You listened and you kept coming back. So thank you, tag gang. From the heel himself, Mr. Chris Sly, the Floridian villain, Cam Manning, the wrestling encyclopedia, and three time, three time. Hey, Jared, I know Dr. Philip Reese was supposed to chime in, but I don't think this is Dr. Philip Reese coming through on the airwaves, man. Good evening, gentlemen. Dirty Dave here. I'm here to tell you the thing that nobody wants to tell you. The real reason this podcast is going under. The real reason is because you guys refuse, refuse to stop peddling the big lie. The big lie, the biggest lie. The one that came out of Jared's own mouth just so you guys could sell more boner pills. That Keith didn't lose his belt back in 2012 at the Battle by the Bay three-time phony Indian leg wrestling champion with a stolen belt. Keith, 
Just because you're running scared from your podcast doesn't mean I won't meet you anytime, anytime to let you try and get this belt. When you're ready to come out of the studio and give up the glam for these hams, I'll meet you anytime, any place, freshly manscaped and ready to rumble. Good luck, gentlemen. Three time Indian leg wrestling champion, my buddy, Mr. Keith White. I'm the cowboy, Jared Watson. Signing off for the last time, we are...